Welcome to the Dropping Into Power podcast, where we'll be hearing stories about the transformational power of surfing from women surfers of all ages, all levels, and all over. We'll hear about courage, commitment, struggles, frustration, epiphany, and of course, life transformations, large and small. I'm your host, Sheila Gallion, and I am stoked to share these conversations with these amazing women full of so much passion with all of you. Aloha and welcome to the Dropping Into Power podcast. I'm so excited to be here today with Ivana Bayes. Ivana is a Los Angeles-based multimedia producer specializing in developing projects that merge art and technology. And what she's merging is very, very cool. So we're going to talk about that. She's worked in a variety of productions ranging from artificial intelligence startups to projects with eminent artists, including Marina Abramovich and Jeff Koons. Her clients include British Society of Cinematographers and Warner Brothers Studios. So Ivana started surfing in her 30s, the first time that she went to Nasara. And we're going to talk a lot about how this inspired and completely transformed her life. But I want to also say up front that how I met Ivana was this incredible project she's doing called The Nature of Surf Women, which is an interactive photography project that features the women who live and surf in Nusara. And I interviewed one of her subjects in our last podcast, and we met and connected. And I'd actually already seen this beautiful book. But the way that they are putting this book together with all its book is not the right word. They're going to have to invent a new word for what you're doing, Ivana. And their vision, so she worked with her collaborator, Gabby, who I'll let you tell us about her too, who's a photographer, not a surfer, but brought this passion together to capture nature and water from the female perspective and to use photographs to tell the story of women surfers outside of the mainstream media portrayal to celebrate women exactly as they are. And if you haven't even just looked through the lookbook, I'll put the link in the notes because it's so gorgeous. So welcome, Ivana. Thank you. That was a very nice introduction, you know. <laughs> well, Ivana, as I'm talking to her, her hair is wet. She just came out of a training session that we're going to talk a little bit about in a minute where she did some ocean safety. Very interesting. But I want to get a little more context first. First of all, I have to say Ivana is from Serbia and, via, and then via London, via Los Angeles, via Nasara. That alone is a really interesting <laughs> and unique story. And my very first question is, did you have any connection with the ocean growing up in Serbia? Well, not at the ocean, but yes, with the sea. So um, mm -hmm. I'm actually born in ex-Yugoslavia. And okay. um, we unfortunately, you know, fall apart as a country like 20 years ago. But uh, I grew up in a, a communist family. So our summer vacations were super long, like two, two and a half months. My parents were like taking us to to seaside. So I, I, I was I had a very happy childhood uh, spending like, uh, you know, that that amount of time, you know, snorkeling, swimming and being in the camps with the other kids and in the nature. And I, you know, like I actually, you know, I was thinking about this a uh, little bit earlier after we finished the conversation that I, I spent my childhood in nature because my uh, grandparents, they have uh, some kind of small ranch, mm. uh, which was surrounded with hills, surrounded with hills and in and, a little bit in a river. And I remember like I have this in my mind that I like I'm catching uh, 
lobsters, river lobsters. Oh, wow. You know, with hands, with that and putting them back. And so uh, I think that, uh, you know, that, that it's a privilege, you know, mm. especially nowadays that you can spend some time in a nature as a child learning about nature. And I think like I'm, I'm almost 40 years old. Uh, so there is no even opportunity that you get in touch with the animals and nature and, and all these things, which I practice as a kid with mm-hmm. my parents. And I think that shaped me today as in a person as I am, because for me, after all this, you know, teenager craziness or like first job and believing in a, you know, other big cities, craziness, you, when you, when you come to the age as a woman to, that you want to go back to yourself, mm-hmm. I, I went back to the nature. And I think that's because I had the roots in that, in nature that, you know, my parents put, uh, fortunately could afford that we spend so much time like traveling on a different season, you know, like spending time in the water. And I really think that today, if I think about it, uh, I put all my energy and power that, you know, we take our daughter as much as possible times, every holiday, every, you know, two, three weeks when we cannot, we don't have to work or there is some kind of like drop out of the project to Nosara, to Costa Rica mm. and post her to, to, to the wildlife. Right. right. And, I, and I, and, and I think that's so important to shape your, to, to shape our children, to be close to the nature, because we cannot save this world. Mm. If we don't expose our children to the, to that nature, we are starting completely to lose because we're building all these cities and, you know, uh, having so many like concrete places, even in a smaller, you know, villages now all around the world. It's all concrete cars, concrete cars. So yeah, I think, I think that's important. That's what, that's what my parents gave me as a biggest gift. And now when I'm thinking about it in my like forties, I am the most grateful of all the things they gave me like education or money to buy a first car or whatever, you know, taking me to the nature and and leaving me with my grandparents, you know, to be with chickens, horses, you know, climb a tree and pick up the cherries. This is why I think when I came first time to Nosara and I was in the age that I, I was not chasing my career anymore. I was chasing my, you know, spiritual growth. I, I understood that I, I, I want to come back home. I want to stay in, in this nature. Oh, that gave me chills. That's, that's, <laughs> was really powerful. And I raised my daughter in Hawaii and then we moved to Los Angeles and lived there where I had grown up and lived there for three years. And she got into the malls and the, I mean, she just was so excited to be in town, but then she did start to crave it. And when we moved back to the big Island and I'll never forget, we jumped off the cliffs at a place called end of the world and we're swimming and it's so dramatic in Kona. You've got black rock and then crystal blue water. There's a cave, the water's crashing against it. You can see the fish in the reef underneath. And she just oh. looked at me and she was like, we live here. We live here. <laughs> Yeah, she comes and goes because she's in her teenage place, you know, with different things she's exploring. But it'll be so interesting to me to see since that is really how she grew up, too. Like she grew up and she goes to a school that has shark tanks and live animals. And, you know, all the pictures I have of her are like holding sea life. And she comes in and out of that connection. But I think you're right. It will shape her forever. You know, she has these city desires, but that piece of connection, which you may not, you're, you're just doing it as a kid. You know, you're not like having yeah, yeah, this not- experience like, oh, I'm one with nature. Like you're just talking to the lobster. Right. So wait, where were you that you were on catching lobsters? 
but you know, like they are like a small uh, a river lobsters and oh, river know, lobsters. Okay. Yes, and I remember that one day I I'm never going to forget that. Like you know, we catch them and brought brought them home for a dinner, and my dad opened one and there was a pearl inside. And in that time, you know, I didn't understand how it's normal that you know some uh, lobsters and uh, seashells like can produce that. Like, and I was so mesmerized. I was thought that like, oh, this is the most special thing ever happened. Like you know, the the river gave me a pearl, and you know, it was soft. Of course, it was yeah. not like a but I know that you know you know I was like it was I was special for so many years after oh, that. that's amazing. wait a minute was it a lobster or a clam yeah lobsters like and then they lobsters. make pearls I had no idea wow I would feel they're, really special they're very soft they're yeah. not pearl you know like pearls you you know they you, I you, had no idea wow I would feel special what, too So let's talk about how you got, because some people are like really called to surfing, like they're called, you were more like a reluctant call. First of all, you know, because you people cannot see me, I'm very sporty type. Let's be honest. So I am, I am like, I, I always was, was competitive and I did different kinds of sports and, uh, you know, like I love, uh, you know, uh, even extreme sports. I, 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 you know, like as soon as I found out what is kind of skydiving, I went, you know, five, six, seven times to jump, you know, like learning to be better. I also found out a few years ago that, you know, it's that I can climb Mount Everest to the first base, which is 5,000. 200 meters. Oh, yeah, I love that she slipped this in like I climbed Mount Everest. So, uh, so to that, it's not still amazing. Amazing. I mean, it's like I almost died. Let's be honest. You know, it's uh, I'm not a professional climber, but you know, you know, you, you, I watched videos on YouTube and I like, I'm in, in a good shape. So, like, okay, let's go, let's do it. Um, I also, you know, went to visit Machu Picchu. So, everything which is a little bit extreme and out, you know, like, you know, you need that last two more paddles to get right. it. I'll, I'll accept it and I, I'll do it. So, yes. Uh, I really think that, you know, like I was uh, uh, convinced that that surf is a male sport and, mm. uh, and, and you know, like uh, even like 10 years ago, there was not so many females, ex- you know, that were like exposed as amazing surfers. There were more like uh, beauty commercial girls and right. it, it was not attractive to me. And um, so when I when I first visited uh, uh, Nosara, Costa Rica in uh, 2014, I came here uh, to support my husband to learn to surf and I went to a yoga retreat. But uh, um, I, I somehow I wanted to try. Of course, it's a challenge. Okay, I want to try, <laughs> and, um, and I tried it. And you know, like surfing a big board, you know, like it's it's not the most funny thing. Carrying the big board, surfing the big board, right. like not managing managing to turn. It's it was not that interesting. But what is interesting that you know, like this place where we are, or I don't know, maybe any place which is like super you know, powered with the, with the energy of sport and, and, and sport spirit, like, because mm-hmm. like Nosara is a small village, small town, but there is a lot of yoga centers and it's very famous for surfing. And, you know, like, uh, um, there is a lot of sport activities on the beach every day that you can just come and join and participate. So I think that kind of energy attracts my, my husband and me a lot. So on the last day we were like, just like, 
uh, walking in, uh, from the beach. And, and my husband said like, oh, let's see, is there any like property here that we can buy? And I was like, and we were like just out from the water, like wet, uh, without even flip-flops. And we were like, okay, let's, you know, because it's small, you could walk to the real estate agent. And, uh, and, and we walked in the first agency, like, uh, and we say, hi, we're a little bit wet and we don't have shoes, but can we, can we ask you, you know, do you have some like small affordable, you know, properties here? And then actually the, the, the manager came also without flip-flops and he said, <laughs> my car and, you know, I'm sorry, the car is a little bit stinky. You know, my, my, my um, wife is a um, dog whisperer. So she <laughs> always has like a bunch of dogs in this car. So, you know, sorry for the smell. And we were like driving around up and down the hill and, and the lot, and we were like on the way to, to go back to hotel, to catch the flight back home to London in that time. And he was like, okay, I'm going to show you one last one. And there, there is like, we live in, um, there is like um, uh, four houses in a row. So eight in total. And they're like small A-frame houses. So, so that means that they have like very long wooden uh, rooftops mm-hmm. and like two small, you know, rooms inside. And that's it. And we didn't even uh, enter the house because it was occupied. Of course, he couldn't, you know, unannounced bring some strangers to these people's houses. But he said, oh, these people are leaving and they're selling this house. And we're like, yes, yes, we want it. <laughs> and, and while we were flying back to London, he created, the, you know, agreement and contract and we landed and crazy, like, you know, like when you land and you're so, you know, excited yeah. about it, we just like said, okay, we're going to just pay this and whatever it happens. So a week later, we, we had a dinner with friends in London and we said like, well, we just bought a little house, you know, started to like, what? what? <laughs> How are you going to even fly so often to see that house? You know, do you know where is it that house? And we're like, well, you know, we can try. And- well, and you also left a little tiny part up because I remember you saying you guys went a little rogue in your retreat that suddenly you busted out of the, um, the sort of structure and you were out surfing with people like in other places and drinking and partying and not being vegan. And, you know, that, you know, helped break open this connection. (laughs) I mean, actually, you know, like I think that small hidden gems like Nosara, you know, are the places where you come with a, with a goal. Oh, I'm Mm. going to, this uh 12 days yoga retreat i'm going to be strict to myself drink uh green smoothies only uh, go to bed at six and i don't know what but you know like i i am very free spirit and you know after a few days we were like really hung uh you know we had this desire to discover the place you know like but yeah who lives here and uh, what people do here and what is interesting here you know so uh, I think, um, I think, you know, there is a lot of destiny in everything, you know, mm. like, something, you know, stars or whoever you believe in, you know, meant to be for you. And uh, we met like the owners of um, a small surf club here and he became our friend and he's still today, like very good friend of ours. And, mm. you know, he's a local and, you know, he just like showed us like that cool and relaxed stuff that they do here. And we were like, Wow, this is so cool. We want to be here. But I have to tell you, we served that time when we came first 2014 and we come back six months later, we did it again. And we never, we never, it was not something, oh, we have to serve. But, you know, it was like a natural thing that you, we started and, it, you know, surf is extremely challenging sport, right? Mm-hmm. You really need to be in shape and, you know, t- to progress, it takes so much time. So, you know, like you want to be good. And especially when you don't have a lot of time to surf in, mm-hmm. in a year, 
you your progress is super slow so you know like you have to commit time so we every time we were coming here during like what this seven eight years we are extending the amount of time we are staying and Mm -hmm. that's the trick and i think this is what happens with people they extend 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 until the moment you can't extend anymore you know you just move here or or, you know or or you have to like make a life that you can be three months here three months you know in in the city so and everybody who I met here actually had this extensional you know voyage to this point that they just had to break it and say like okay this is stupid what I'm doing you know having you know this like you know um three months here three months there so but we are on that on this uh uh you know this is our road now we know what is coming and we are very happy but I I actually really start surfing um maybe a year and a half ago mm-hmm. and uh, like using a, you know, a shorter board and going to the green water. And then last year I, uh, I switched from a man to a woman who mm-hmm. gave me a, a surf lessons and everything changed. Ah. So I became in two months, I stayed two months here and I advanced so much and I became interesting and everything. And I realized that actually the reason why I am so fast now is because somebody's talking to my body and my mind on the way, how, you know, I can actually understand because I really think that guys are more competitive and more pushy mm-hmm. while, you know, women, you know, they understand each other in that level that, you know, Oh, is it a full moon? Do you have your period? Did you eat this morning? You know, how was your evening? You know, like, well, why don't you feel your hips? Like it's like, and, and, and they use this like, um, uh, comparison, like uh, move your hands like you have a crystal ball in your hands, you know, or things like that, which is really, you know, something which I understand very fast, you know. So I think that's so interesting, though, that you're talking about this woman really speaking. It's almost an inner language in a way. And, you know, which is something I want to ask you about in sort of the inner journey for you. And I, I really think that's a big part of learning as an adult. And by adult, there are a few women who are so super athletic that even in their twenties, they might, they might miss some of this piece, but from even when you're very athletic, almost everybody and the ocean, just kind of like you were talking about the safety stuff you were learning earlier. It's just so humbling. It's so powerful and not always, but when it is, it is. So it creates this inner, I don't want to say struggle, but journey, you know, that's often a struggle that is different. So I think that's really fascinating and great information. Oh, I think the word people. struggle is actually perfect. You know, you can't describe surfing in that you don't have so many uh, physical and, uh, and and emotional struggles all, all, all the way because you will never be the best and you will never be the perfect. And then right. even if you live, uh, you know, on the beach, but you got get sick and you can surf for seven days, you still need to go back into That's shape. Right. Like, you know, so. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And there's a new situation. The current's going a different way. There's coming from a different direction, or sometimes you're just, this will never stop fascinating me. Sometimes you just, you just cannot connect with the ocean. Like sometimes like you go out one day and and you've read it perfectly. And then the next day it's, I mean, I have days after 20 years, I, it's as if I have never surfed in my life. Like it's crazy. And I'm always aware, like people are watching me like around because at least we all watch each other. If for no other reason 
to find out if you can get those waves, right? I mean, you can't help but watch like, oh, this person's a beginner. They're probably not going to get that wave. So I'm going to paddle next to them. So you can't help it, but at least watch that. And then I think, you know, sometimes it gets in my head, but I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, it seriously looks like I've never surfed in my life. And I'm going to paddle up to people and go like, really, really? I, I usually catch waves. So what do you think? Okay, I seriously am starting to wonder about Nassar. Now, I was there a long time ago. In 2001, I had been surfing six months, and my whole life had upended. I just got divorced. I had this hot new boyfriend. I had mileage, uh, free miles. 9-11 had just happened not too long before. Monsoon had just come through Costa Rica, got these tickets, came for three weeks and ended up in Guanacaste and ended up all along there where that was not very developed yet. But I remember Santa Teresa and these different breaks. And I was still so green that Santa Teresa terrified me. And But we stayed at this really cool, it was a Malpais surf camp. It was very rugged. Like it was just sort of, obviously no air conditioning, cold showers, lots of food. And I remember finding $5 plates of lobster in different places and really being more in the town. We hitchhiked, we took taxis with our eight foot boards. I mean, it was, it was so amazing. And I remember like, I definitely felt a draw to come back to it, but it had not been, um, it, it had not, what's happened in the last 20 years hadn't happened yet. So I'm really so curious. And there were very few women, you know, that, that was not happening yet. What do you think is going on? Okay, not just Nasara, but in general, women are being drawn to the water like crazy right now. Like there's literally something in the water, but something for sure about Nasara. Like, what do you think is happening? Because I feel like you're clued into this place you want to express. Yeah, what's going on? I mean, like, I, there is so many researchers now and so many like, you know, super smart, like healers and people who talk about like, you know, connection between the ocean and, 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 uh, and humans in general. Mm. And, um, and I don't want to go deep there because, you know, I think there's more smarter people than me or more like spiritual people than me who can like explain that. I purely, purely believe that, you know, the ocean is, is the heart, the heart of the planet. Mm. And because we live on this planet, it has to be our heart as well. Mm. And I think that, um, that people who, who had the privilege to be born or have like whatever relatives, you know, on the coast and, and, and be closer to the water always felt this. Mm. And then we just, during the time became uh, like with, you know, it's with new, like cheap airlines and, you know, like um, more adventurous, the type of life that people, they want to live or like all this, uh, you know, movements of, you free woman or woman who wants to, you know, express themselves or, or have their own moment in life and go with their girlfriends or by themselves to some, you know, faraway place where is a retreat or surfing or this and that. It just, we, as, as, as a globally, as a, as a humans, we, we starting to see that women as, as well desire, you know, to be closer to the nature, to the ocean, to themselves and to, you know, mm. embrace all the love which is out out there you know like Aww. like you surf and and for you and me when i tell you what is the better feeling in your life okay not not better than having your daughter but after that what is the better feeling than wake up at 5 
eat some little banana, you know, get out there, you know, before the sunrise and be on your board on the water and looking at that sun coming out and looking that moon like fading out and this blue and pink and gold coming together and pelicans and, and all your friends on that water, you know, you know, like, the, oh my there gosh. is nothing better that you can experience. There is no club, no drink, no sex, no drugs that can give you something stronger than that moment of being alive. And, oh, that was good. Yes. Yeah. And this is what women always wanted. It's just like, you know, we finally coming into the, you know, age that, you know, mothers are not repressing us because of education, religion, uh, you know, uh, the way how we were like meant to, you know, take care of family and work and kids. We just like starting to move that like ball, you know, in a, in a much bigger, you know, uh, way. And, and, and this is why, okay, now we, we have so many competitive women surfers. We have now so many, you know, uh, women that travel the world that, uh, you, know, you know, they're yoga teachers or like, um, you know, whatever they want to do. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't yeah. even have to be spiritual. You can be a marketing manager working on your laptop on a, on a, on a, on a, in a beach house in some like Central America, whatever you want and earning decent money and paying smaller rent. Or, but, you know, giving amazing portions of your time to yourself and really inspired. I mean, thank you for that answer. That was absolutely phenomenal and, and really uplifting because, you know, the bombardment of media of things that are happening right now, I've, I've, I also feel this upwelling, you know, that has nothing to do with it. That has nothing to do with our political systems. That has nothing to do with it. And you just put your finger on it. This upwelling of women connecting. I don't want to use all the buzzwords, but for lack of a better word, the divine feminine, the heartbeat of humanity, of the, of the, of the earth, of all of it. So let's talk about your project. Like what I feel when you talk about it is you know, there's the intellectual side of, oh, I really want to show women different than the traditional media. And I want to show different ages and all of that. So, it, but it's come from this very organic expression of, of I want to say like birth, like life, like it's not that it's not an intellectual argument. It's a literal organic explosion of life. And that was part of what interested me. And you can touch this or not, but about when you mentioned sort of the darker piece, like I thought about decay and I thought about um, fear and, you know, these other places that come up that are not part of our conversation, particularly around surfing, which like you said, even still the surf, they're getting better, the surf industry, but it's almost always a beautiful girl on a beautiful longboard in an elegant place. It's not her being upended, drilled by the lip, legs flying out, like, you know, crying on the beach or whatever, or ripping away with huge power. Like, what surfing really is. I mean, we're create there's, or just a part of it, it's life. Right. So, yeah. So tell me about the subjects, maybe how you've chose the subjects of your book and how this whole thing kind of came about. So how I can make this very um, short and, and, and sweet. 
So there is a project which we named Nature of Surf Women. And uh, the idea was at the beginning that I uh, tried to find um, a photographer that originates from Costa Rica, that is, of course, female, but that uh, has like international career uh, in the in the way that she uh, practiced different type of photography, you know, not fashion or beauty, you know, photography that was mm-hmm. more like, uh, you know, documentary photographer. So, so I had a, when I was starting to, to, to explore possibilities, uh, okay, I want to make a project and it should be a book and it should be a coffee table book because it should be something uh, easy to reach, you know, and just like Mm. go through it. But what I want to say in this book is that I want to show like that, 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 you know, I wanted this huge, you know, extremely like, you know, a possum of like girls from 12 up to 67 that, that surfing different boards, different styles, on different waves, with the different body shapes, and a different, you know, a state of mind and soul, uh, and and um, then you know, I, I was thinking, okay, maybe today we are so fast with all these like YouTube videos and like TikToks and all that like drama in our r- r- lives, you know, like we don't have time, we have to do everything fast. I have only a few seconds to be mm-hmm. present, and I was like thinking, okay, what? How, what kind of book I can make, which is going to keep you and keep your attention a little bit longer than these mm. few minutes you want to, because now it's just like, okay, just, I'm going to flip these pages and that's it. Okay. She's talking about girls and they're like, not supermodels. Okay. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I had a lot of conversation and a lot of, you know, research work before I start like making my team. And I think this is the heart of my book is that like, uh, like surf, Surf never goes as a, oh, I'm a surfer. You need an ocean, you need a board, and you need a surf body. And this is when you are a good surfer. You know, mm-hmm. you, you cannot be only you. And, uh, mm. and this is what I was thinking of my book. Okay, so my book will have, you know, females who surf. And, uh, and then I need to have sounds of the nature, sounds of the ocean and sounds of the crickets and sounds of the rain and sounds of the wind, because this is what we're experiencing on the water. Okay. And you as a, as our reader, as a, you know, you need to experience that sounds as well. And, and then the last thing you need, you need the, um, like I interviewed all 33 girls that we uh, filmed for this book. And it's also only audio. I don't want that you connect with her and in any other way when she speaks than with what she's have to she wants to tell you. So so I'm I'm go- there are there will be a QR codes in the book, and then maybe you get interested in some specific surfer or some specific photo of the nature, and you will click on that QR code and you don't know what you're going to get. Are you going to get the sound of the ocean? Are you going to get like you know part of her life story? Are you going to get one oh, of the cool. girls singing? Yeah. You just don't know. It's going to be like uh, you know, a little you know, game. And I think this is um and when I uh, presented this uh, this format of the book to several, you know, photographers, they, they said it's a really big challenge. You know, it's a challenge and you and they and, you know, I um, I was lucky enough that after six months I met uh, Gabriela Tellez. Uh, she lives in uh, Lille in France and she was uh, um, 
uh, locked in uh, in San Jose, in capital of uh, uh, Costa Rica, because of COVID, she couldn't fly out, okay. and she was bored, and she she couldn't work. So she said, "Okay, I I am a land, and I am documentary photographer. I do very you know like dark and reflection of the soul." type of like photography mm-hmm. and um i don't you know like i i really like your project but i i i and i don't swim in a ocean i'm not a you know a water photographer and i was like you are the one you uh, are the one because you don't know what most of the you know um surfs photographers or like you know people who are like know what is the 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 best position in surf the right. best like wave you're going to get you don't know anything you are so innocent and and we are going to let you to experience each of these girl on your own way she's beautiful uh, lady and she was challenged she was challenged yeah. and that was the most important thing she accepted the challenge and she said i I am a little bit afraid of big waves and I don't know how I'm, I never worked underwater and I have to practice a lot and I have to do a lot of uh, test shoots. And thankfully I have a house here. So, you know, the expenses were not so big for me mm-hmm. to, to have her here. And uh, I sent her to Nosara. She to drive to Nosara and um, I, I gathered my best friends from here and I told them, like you have to be so good to her you have to feed her well you need to treat her well you need to you know show her ocean like the most pleasant place in the world she should feel in love and then we will you know expose her to scary things and that that and you know the test shoot was first test shoot was great the second test shoot was uh, great and then i came with her in august we met we start working and um and it was such an uh, adventure. You don't understand. I drowned her. I was there and we twice almost drowned her in the water. So it was so dangerous what we did to her. You know what I mean, imagine like, uh, you know, she has eight kilos camera, like with the, with the lenses, super expensive camera, super expensive lenses. She is not a good swimmer. She's like, you know, going and, you know, in, during the rainy season, the waves are here, like super high, tall yeah. and fast. So and my best friend actually uh, from Nosara and my inspiration from this book, because she's my friend and my coach, surfing coach, Anne, she was uh, in Denmark, Denmark, back home to Denmark. And I called her because we already started working on a project. I told her, I almost killed her twice. What I'm going to do now? Oh you know, gosh. like uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared for her life. You know, we're all surfing around her and we want to be the best and everything. So we stopped. <laughs> we stopped. We stopped, everything was on pause, you know, we flew back home, everybody went home. And then we actually start really working on a project. So so okay. my friend Anne invented the whole system, like using the floaty to, you know, wrap around her. Okay. And you know, she duck dive her under the water on the waves. She, so she was swimming her out and duck wow. diving her and reading the waves for her. And uh, we spent like uh, almost a month teaching her about swell uh, waves. And wow. And she, we were so in that time, we were actually living in a village with all these girls. So we would have every night dinners and uh, or, or like one of the girls would come and make breakfast or we would go out together. And I have a, a two and a half old year uh, daughter. So like there was three girls living in a house, only hanging out with girl surfers so she can learn more. And the community we created around this book, the the the, the, the all these gluted now girls who work 
to make something together yeah. became so like, you know, it, it became like a word of, you know, a thing, you know, Sarah. Now, oh, there mm. is this girl from LA who works as a film producer. And now actually she's making a book and she brought this girl from France, but she's actually Tika. And, you know, they're like every day on the water with, you know, girls. And we're like, like, we're like a tribe. We are big, right? you know, like shouting to each other, you know, like we are coordinating. We're trying to figure this out, you know, climbing the trees, uh, running under the waterfalls uh you know like okay let's take a close uh off uh you know five seconds nobody's here and you know like so now girls are and you know it was it was you know it was a very very you know interesting experience but oh, incredible and all these girls start you know you know girls have their own boyfriends or jobs or families you know living in the smaller communities because it's a small you know place so but now you know like more than 25 girls work together and you know we start really knowing each other connecting to each other you know you know somebody's name surname where it where it lives which board it serves what is her favorite color because you know we have to uh match the bathing suits so three girls that surf in the same time they are not samely dressed you know what they eat because we have to feed them you know i mean you you absorb so much information you know Amazing. so much information then you, you know like now nowadays i come home and like for example i woke, wake up in la and i have uh 17 messages you understand because there's too many of us now like, right, you know, right, right. like a big tribe now like and you're and, bonded when women bond we want to stay in contact oh, you know course, we want to like, keep you know, contacting and it's there's um, so many small things we want to discuss about right yeah and yeah. big things and small things so it was such experience so for my photographer who was like documentary photographer and as a as a female photographer you know she had this um, like fear of superior women around her because mm. we were all surfers and she's not and yeah. we are all like into the sport and super healthy life and you know like we train we we are committed to wake up at 5 a.m and surf and she's not i think she was intimidated and but she was willing to learn yeah. and then i think that there is no bigger love than female love you know like girl yeah. can love girl like like a mother right yeah so love yeah. each other like mothers and sisters and 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 that love grows so much and uh, i think the whole village know when we are coming out to the beach and where are we where the spot where we're going to surf and shot and you know everybody was helping us in one moment we had so much support like yeah. the surf school gave us boards uh, the other like guys came with the gopros to do behind the scenes for us uh, the son of one girl was shooting interviews like you know at the end like there was a group of guys bringing huge oh, i'm now going to speak speaking spanish escaleras is uh uh ladders ladders uh <laughs> Uh, you know, to the to the beach because we had like a last sh sh shooting day was like a cover page and they're like all 33 of the girls were coming out from the water in a shape of a board of the nose of the board. Oh my gosh. And I mean, it was hilarious, you know, it was the so yes, I, I, I am a producer of the multimedia book called nature of surf woman and yes you know you know there is something coming out soon we're going to you know make this book beautiful but what i am i am actually a a, a mother of of, mm -hmm. of such a beautiful friendship that grow in such a level that 
it's overcome like the idea or 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 the the goal that we create a product it overcome a, like a material thing it's it's something i can you know? literally feel like do you know the old cartoon the grinch who stole christmas the the cartoon the old one um yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. so the old one that boris and and they have the who's down in whoville singing and like they're singing like that and it lifts the whole mountain like that's what it feels like i just have this image of like you women and these hearts just growing like crazy just and vibrating the whole village and literally like shock waves going through the the world i'm it's yeah, it's I can really feel it, and it's it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I mean, so now, a beautiful experience, like you know, like but it was that moment of like creation is uh, it was uh, unexpected. You know, like when you don't know what to, you when you yeah. drop into something without yes. knowing how it's going to go out. Yeah, you should. Every of us should do this because it can get bad at the end. It's really I I am convinced that if you drop in with a full like heart yeah you are going to get in return something bigger stronger and better than you could ever imagine <laughs> i that's my Love personal it. experience you know 100 percent. your fingers on something that feels really important to humanity that feels really important to mother earth you know that feels it just feels, it feels important to women. And, you know, my whole passion for creating this podcast comes from the same rising love and incredible feeling and connection that's coming from women as we transform, as we come alive, as we come back to ourselves. And that power is just immeasurable. I mean, talking to you and feeling, it just feels exponential. So it's got me really excited for the present and the future. I, I and everybody says like, Ivana, when you talk about your project, you're so excited that everybody's, you know, but you know, like I, I start surfing, like I was like, what, 34, five years old. And uh, most of the comments I got when I came back to London was like, what are you doing? You're too old. You're going to break your leg or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some stupid comments, you know? Right. And, um, and when you actually learn to surf and when you spend time in the water and you understand, you know, the, you know, the right of wave, the swell, the wind, the, the, you know, the progress, if you have a good instructor, you know, you, 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 you start, um, letting go all of this, uh, you know, comments and, and, and this like, you mm-hmm. know, buzzing words in your head, which are full of negativity. And I, appreciate surf more than any other sport only because i think that the ocean that does not allow any negativity if you're negative or you know um, stressed or you have any bad thoughts that's you can't surf you just yeah. you will never be on the on, uh, able to surf you have I think to it's, let go yeah it takes you out of the present so I, even when you have other kind of anticipating thoughts like i've noticed Sometimes I'll catch a really good wave and then I get a little ahead of myself and I think, and I see it and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so great. I fall. It's over. Like, and the same for sure is true with negativity. Like, you know, oh, this person's in my way or they're always paddling around me or whatever. And it's like, it just won't connect and it doesn't happen. Sometimes you can break out of that, but I do. I think it has to do with presence that there's, it demands your presence and like, anything else i don't think that there is any other sport that is uh, ad- addictive and and um, demanding 
as as surf is mm-hmm. i think I, that's like uh, but you know i also don't believe that surf as a surf is that what you me- make you addictive i think that's the whole approach to your life because mm-hmm. if you wake up and take your espresso and uh, a croissant in starbucks and then you drive an hour to your work and then you listen to this old terrible news which you are bombarded every day and then you arrive to your office and somebody's already give you like 15 tasks on your phone while you were driving, blah, blah, blah. Or you wake up, you take your espresso or whatever, like dripping coffee, whatever you like, a little banana, you go to the ocean, you're like, say, good morning, pelicans, and good morning, neighbor. <laughs> and oh my God, this was a great wave you caught. And you know, like you have this two hours of, you know, awakening your body, strengthening your body, you know, positive thoughts. And then you come home and start working. I think you are a completely different person. 100%. The energy you're going to give to your co-workers, to your family, um, uh, to your neighbors is going to be so beautiful, positive, full of like uh, wishing them that they feel and, and exchange with you the beauty of life. And, um, and the, my experiment particularly was that I wanted to work with all these different ages only to understand, is there a difference in a feeling? Is there a difference in emotions? Is there a difference of like, you know, who, why the girl of 12 years surf and one, you know, woman of 30 or 67. And I have to tell you, like what I saw in the water and in my interviews, uh, there is like one pillar of, of surf, like, and that's like, I am so happy. I'm so content. Hmm. I feel so healthy and ready to give after my success. Oh, that's so true. That's so true. Right? That's yeah, that absolutely. You are, you are ready to share and give and be better yes, person. You know? That is a hundred percent true. Yeah. Yeah. And, really and you know, cool. it's a progress. Imagine that you can yeah. cr- create groups that that groups can come out from that, you know, state mm-hmm. of mind they are, and then they come back and help other groups. Exactly. It's how actually we, yeah. as, as, a, as, as a whole female movement, have to work, you know, like in these smaller groups, you know, finding the way to support each other, but not aggressively and pointing out on the problems, but actually letting go that you like become one with nature, one with yourself and, you know, mm-hmm. prove yourself some, some small, you know, like achievements. I like and- the way you put that one piece that it's, yes, you come to yourself and, you know, you phrased it and like you come to yourself and you come whole and it's from that wholeness that you walk out and then you want to give and you kind of can't help but give when you're that full and you're that overflowing, it makes you, 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 it's time to share, you know, it's, and you want to. And so I think that's is exactly what's happening with it being in the female world, that that is for sure the effect it has on a lot of us. We're finally whole. And once we're whole, you know, we have to give. Because, you know, and we have to connect. We want to connect. We want to connect and share and then lift each other. And it's really cool. Actually, I want to touch a little bit on what you did today, because I think it's important for people to hear the safety training you did. There's a lot we can connect to. And we all know our personal journeys. We've all been beaten down and held down and had scary things happen to us once you've been out in surf at all. But it isn't actually something that, you know, especially if you haven't encountered that life or death experience, it isn't something I hear talked about a lot. So um, I would love if you want to share a takeaway or two from the training you did today. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'll try because it's like so fresh. I just came from from there. Like, so um, there is an organization called Nosara Ocean Safety that organized for uh, everyone who is interested in, uh, to, you know, pass the safety program. So that means that you're going to be divided. People are divided in groups. So one were victims and one were like, you know, in a position to, to help you or save you. And then we, you know, structure the structure is that they learn you like a basic science that you can like, you know, show and ask for help or like show what is going on and equipment you can use like your board or a bow or whatever they have. And then like, you know, like um, the way how you should swim or, or dive to find somebody. Okay. And in, in this, in, there is a lot of theory, of course. And like, you know, why you practicing that on a beach on the sand? It's so like, okay, I can do this. Okay. I understand this. Oh, of course I would do this. And then they actually put us in an ocean. Mm-hmm. And it was extremely scary, you know, when you understand that the, the, the person, you know, by your, by your board is floating, like whatever is the situation is, is she like knocked by the board or it has the injured any type that you actually have to uh, use the power of your, of your body against the currency, against like the all conditions, waves are coming and everything to help that person to put it on board and swim out or like even imagine if it's, you know, heavier or taller person than you, right? Mm-hmm. So you are like dealing with the with the body plus nat- conditions in the nature. And, um, and, I, and if you're not experienced and very good swimmer, and if you, you know, don't have, didn't have training like of any, of any type of training of safety, I think that, that 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 not only that that person will not be saved, I also think that you can be a potential victim. And mm-hmm. I really think that we have to now think about that, you know, with the, with this like uh, community mindfulness. Well, uh, I want to wrap this up with asking you with your, especially you've been taking the coaching, you're, you've switched to the women coach. Is there any one little tidbit, any any sort of epiphany, surf epiphany, one thing that you would share with people to help them on their struggle? Yes, and I'm going to connect that actually with my project. So if, I, if there is something I'm proud of uh, as a surfer is in, in what I wanted to uh, share with the world through the book we are creating is that, you know, there is no... Um, age or body or, you know, uh, attitude uh, limitation if you want to be a surfer. You Mm. just have to be you and to love yourself, whoever you are, however you look like. Try to accept that it's good to try something new, that it's good to struggle and that it's going to come, like everything comes during the time. And, uh, And what you can give to yourself as the biggest gift is that you're going to be outside, surrounded in the most beautiful nature, you know, in your own, you know, water, because you are 70% water. So you mm-hmm. will be connected with the whole world sitting on your board through water inside of you and outside of you. And you will be able to see all these girls and ladies around you with the, you know, messy hair, no makeup, <laughs> you know, like a little bit sunburned in all different bathing suits with all different like state of mind. They just, you know, woke up and came to, to you know, or they just finished the work and came and they're there like you to drop everything down, just to drop it and, you know, give 
to themselves, self-love and, and, you know, a joy. And that's why you want to be a surfer. And that's what I want to say to the whole world through my project. This is why we choose to be surfers. And there is nothing to do with the good ass and, and tan skin and a super <laughs> cool board, which costs so much money or not. It only has to do, even that girls who look perfect on these perfect waves, trust me, they do it over and over again because mm-hmm. they feel so liberated. Mm, I love it. That. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right. That's an awesome, awesome place to wrap up. Thank you for sharing so much of yourself and your journey and ah, the project. So it is, I'll put it in notes, but it's the nature of surf women and it's, it's evolving, evolving. So you have a website, which I think is just nature of surfwomen.com. You have to just pull it up and and look at it. It's so beautiful. And we have prints that are currently available and we're trying to sell prints at this moment uh, so we can raise money to like uh, go to the next stage and that's a layout creating a layout of the book design of the book and then we will uh, try to put the book at a kickstarter you know get some funds from there and in the meantime we just want to have a bigger community around it you know like spread it to the world you know do you have a way to sign up on a mailing list or anything on your, on the website that people go to it? Yes. Yes. So, yes. Okay. Perfect. Can, like, you know, like you can, uh, you know, sign up to pre-order the book and, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, or you can like just write us a comment or, you know, any, any questions. So it's there. Is there a place on there? So in case somebody isn't in the budget for a print, is there a place to make a donation? Uh, something like that. That, that might be a good button for you to put on there. Just put a donation button. In case somebody's got 20 bucks um, and wants to help and wants to help because it's such a beautiful project. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I love talking with you and meeting you and feeling this incredible power. Mm -hmm. 